What up, fam? Welcome back to another episode of the Snapback Sports Pod. On this episode, we talk Super Bowl 55. The GOAT takes down Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs to win his seventh ring. We talk about all the narratives, the refs, the halftime show, the Gatorade color, the national anthem, the coin flip, everything and the X's and O's too. And then, of course, we got to talk about our 2021-2022 way too early predictions. What an NFL season. Thank you guys for sticking with us all the way through. Snapback fam, new app. The Baltimore Let's get Ravens it. select Lamar Jackson. I'm a rave. He's on. All year. Every year. Jackson takes it himself. Oh! He broke his ankles! What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Settleman. Join me today, and as always, my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, what is on your mind today? It's Monday morning, fam. I was at the game last night, so that's why we're ripping the record. I'm going to edit it up, so you're not even going to know it was a little delayed, but Abe, what's on your mind? For the record, for the record, I know that I'm the grandpa around here, and I go to sleep late at night. I was ready to run it last night. I went into the mindset yesterday, um, ready to record after. I, I warned you what the record would be like, yeah. but at the same time, I, I was ready to run it last night. You were the one that suggested the morning. I didn't want to keep you up. I didn't know what time I was going to get back to the hotel. I thought granted, I was be granted, after Rob. after I got the text that we weren't recording last night, I think I was sound asleep within the next ten minutes. Yeah, I figured. I figured that would be the case. So, yep. Uh, let's discuss the fact that I ended up at Super Bowl Fifty Five. All-time panic move. Just, <laughs> just an all-time panic move. Sequence of events was something like this. I was looking all Sunday morning for a ticket. Singles in COVID where Tampa was the home team, limited seating, just not really available out there for what I wanted to spend. So then I'm like, you know what? I'm giving it up. I'm moving to New York in a month. No <coughs> rent's not cheap in New York. I gotta, I'm going to save some money. It's not worth it sit all the way in the boondocks and pay that price so i'm driving uh on my way home back to west palm beach and i look at the map and how far did you get i'm literally four minutes like four minutes (laughs) and i'm like oh my god i'm driving through tampa like i thought i was driving nowhere near tampa and i'm like Like on the highway or something yeah, yeah and i'm like oh my god i'm gonna have to drive through tampa in 15 minutes and then I started thinking, like, like, what's this worth? Could this be the greatest game ever? Is this a memory? Like, like I'm doing calculations of the, the expected value of this decision to the point where I text my guy, who's Snapback fam, actually. He reached really? out a few months ago. He was like, I got you on tickets whenever you need, whenever you want to go to an event. I've told him I was going to go to Nashville for the Ravens game. I didn't go. I told him I was going to go to like a bunch of places that I end up not going because it's, it is a pandemic. And I'm like, you know, and he'd been working on a ticket for me all day. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. If you can call me, if you can find a ticket in the next five minutes, he calls me. We got an offer, a ticket, a single. I pull into the hotel parking lot because I had to get uh, I had to call mom because she would just talk me through, told me, tell me if I'm being dumb. And she was like, Speaking you know, of which, I yeah. have a funny, like, so when I was a high school senior, 
um, we went to down the shore for prom weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, it's prom weekend. And uh, I'm on the boardwalk with my buddies, and I call my mom, and we're all, I'm like, Mom, can I get my ears pierced? And she's like, you really want to get it on the Wildwood Boardwalk? I'm like, the sign says professional body piercers. What do you mean? And she goes, well, it's not a tattoo. And before she finished her sentence, I hung up. Yeah. Granted, I only had my ears pierced for five months, but that's how that went down. You have to rationalize it with, with the rents. Well, the, the thing is, the only difference here is that I am now my- 24 and run my own business. So, like, right. maybe you don't go call mom, but... Just to hear a sounding board, right? Because if I would text you and John Gruden, it would just be like, yeah, go, dude. Like, whatever. <laughs> so so I get into the parking lot, and I'm like, all right, where am I sending? He's like, it fell through. And I'm like, damn. Like, like, like I, he, he got you. It's kind of payback, honestly, for the amount of times that you warned him like yeah. you would get a ticket. No, so, kinda... so you're not going to send money, PayPal, friends and family because you have no buyer protection. And originally they said goods and services, which gives me protection. So I'm like, listen, I'm either going to go home now because I need to get home before the game and settle in, place my bets, do my thing. Or you have three minutes. So he scrambles. He comes up clutch. Uh I go to the game. Game's fun. I end up. I, game so, game was fun. I end up so high up that it's freezing because Alex, my manager director, texts me and goes, "Bro, it's so hot. I'm in long sleeves. I'm literally dying." Like and you're I'm, sitting in a box, my dude. Yeah, and I'm I'm literally like, um, "All right, yeah, it's really warm out. I'm gonna walk to the stadium I, once again. Should have called mom. She would said, "Bring a sweatshirt. It's gonna get cold." Didn't do that. So I'm in shorts and a Tom Brady <laughs> short sleeve jersey. And so I people run to get this sweatshirt. People, people are coming at your legs in the comments. Oh, yeah. Big time. Big your time. leg. Yeah. That was epic. Uh, so I run to get this sweatshirt. And the stores up top are, like, way too busy. So I, I would have missed, like, an entire quarter. Someone shows me a picture waiting in line that the store all the way downstairs. So I sprint down the ramp, 12 ramps, go and the only way to get to the store downstairs is to walk through the club section, which I shouldn't have even been able to go, and then go up and then go down. And on my way back, like, through that path, I see an open single. And I'm like, whatever. I- I'll sit here. I'll use the excuse of, oh, I, oh, oh, I oh, didn't know. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. And just get out before they even it's, realize that you stole the, their seat. It's the look over your shoulder for the section sign and be like, oh. Damn it! Like I'm one. A over. little, a little, a little stutter in there. Yeah. Like it's easy. Yep. So, so I was ready to go all the way back up if that was right. the case. So, second quarter, I'm sitting, I'm watching, and I'm like, hmm, okay, no one's coming. A little anxiety driven because people are moving through the aisle. People are walking by me in the row, and I'm thinking every time, like I'm just, I, I gotta be out. Um, and then halftime comes. We'll talk about the weekend later, and then the third quarter. By mid-third quarter was when I finally was like, all right, this is my seat for the rest of the game. But I had done this with some college friends um, at a San Antonio Spurs game. We photoshopped tickets to have that row. They're obviously photoshopped. And we made it until mid-third quarter when the people showed up. So I was like, who shows up to a basketball game in the middle of the third quarter? Like, that was the first time they got there. So in the Super Bowl, I was like, maybe he's going and you know talking networking poop yeah something crazy so i made it the final three quarters in like twenty thousand dollar seats behind kevin plank the founder of uh under armor so 
It was crazy. Oh, wow. Stock and for you, Jack. Let's talk my bookie segment because it's a perfect segue <coughs> into uh, me being known as Gatorade Boy. Apparently, the only yeah. person on earth to capture, not even the CBS TV crew could do it, to capture the color of the Gatorade. So, t- talk me through that because I was just getting texts and I was like, I, I just saw they kind of, if I remember correctly, they showed them lifting the the Gatorade jug up and then it like flashed to like, I don't know, Mahomes on the sideline just like sad as shit. Yeah. So no one actually saw it being poured. And then I saw your video from you. And then I saw your video <laughs> from everyone. <laughs> I don't under like I don't understand how these sports books and stuff didn't have like eyes on the Gatorade. Like that's such a big like, I know Maybe it's not actually like a lot of people bet on it necessarily as compared to like heads tails. Um, I know people do. Eight hundred thousand people have viewed the video, so I'm gonna assume someone had some action on it. <laughs> someone had some action on it. Um, but yeah, f- the craziest part about it is nobody on the internet captured the Gatorade color, right? Except for you. <laughs> so now so, I'm Gatorade bravo. Boy. Now I'm yeah, Gatorade. you have to go every year and record the Gatorade, but um. Gatorade, I got hit it right on the head, blue. Just it it was a simple fact. The odds are way too long for blue to taste that good. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, you have to enjoy what you're consuming. So blue, heads spot on, you zig, I zig, you zag. Never a worry in that. And then Jasmine Sullivan, you selfish bitch. That's very aggressive. No, it's not. No, it is not. That move at the end of the National Anthem on that Brave was the most selfish thing I have ever witnessed. I actually, so, obviously, I came on here on Thursday. I gave the pick of the under. I probably said under two minutes because that's what the line was at the time. And then Mr. Legendary goes outside the stadium, records a video of him filming it, um, and that goes viral. It's way over. So everyone pulls their lines on the Anthem. They put him back up at 2.15 is what I saw it mm-hmm. at and what I took it – what I actually took it at. I didn't take it at two minutes. Yeah. I took it at 2.15, and I texted you. I was like, listen, just because I gave out the pick of under two minutes, it's not my fault the line moved. I'm still riding the under, and you were like, eh, I, I was pretty much this. saying when you texted that, you need to re-bet it. Like, I did bet it. Yeah. I bet it on under 2.15, yeah. and they open up. And we just like we talked about, everyone in the room, they open up first two nights, two notes, they go over. Like it's seeing, but then they were picking up some pace. Oh no, they were pacey. They were pacing because while they were carrying out words long, the transitions were quick. Yeah. Was I wrong about just Jasmine Sullivan singing? Yep. Major Eric Church mess. opened up. Was I right about Eric Church on the guitar? Yep. And then it got to like the last quarter mile of the of Mm -hmm. the song and i was like i think i'm like golden the way they're moving and i think they got to the word brave at like 206 or something yeah it was about that no it was was 204 depending on when you started your yeah yeah, depending on when you started it the point is jasmine sullivan in one of the most selfish acts in entertainment history tried to own that moment way more than the rendition allowed her to stick to the script mm. the entire time you're flowing smoothly you're getting it done and then you hold out brave for 10 seconds 
I would like Jasmine Sullivan's Venmo. Because, you know what? I don't think I was wrong this year. What? You whiffed yeah. on the initial line by literally 15 that seconds. That wasn't my fault. That was, just, that was just what the line was at. Right, and, and, you, wh- and you missed. Like, you missed. No, the you're, line switched. No, but it was a bad line. No, but you're... Exactly. And you missed but I didn't it. bet it. I didn't bet it's it. It's actually not a bad line. It's a really opportunistic time to bet that line if you had any clue what you are talking about. I think I did. I think you may lose. I mean, next no, year no, is no, no, no. Next year it's is make, your. It, it's, yeah, no, it's. A, I, it's I'm definitely top. on a contract here. I'm definitely on a contract here. Yeah, it's, um, it, it, but that you know, you're reminding me a lot of Carson Wentz right now. But at this, oh, we can talk about him if we want. But at the same time, like last year, I was really off. Demi flew under when I you said were over. More off this year. No, what do you mean, bro? bro I had you it. Missed the initial line by seventeen. That's seconds. not the point. We're talking about the two fifteen line. We're talking about no, we're 215. not. Because when you made your analysis, your analysis was it'll be under two minutes and only Jasmine will sing, and both of them sang, and it was two seventeen. Yeah, about that. <laughs> How Super about Bowl. That? 55 let's talk about the football game that we have before we go stock up stock down or let's just let's just jump into stock up stock down stock up number one it's the baby goat nickname it's lamar jackson it's everything that makes us happy on this podcast the nickname lives on abe the nickname lives on of course he's not the next coming of tom brady i think we know that i don't think that was the intent tyler hero tyler hero would like a word (laughs) i don't think that was the intent but behind the initial nickname it was just a fun thing he's next man up then this guy patty mahomes comes in the league he goes to a super afc championship super bowl mvp two years in back to the super bowl if he's got two and three years it's pretty much oh like he is the baby goat at that point The man struggled in the football game, so stock up to Lamar Jackson and the Baby Goat nickname. I think that was more of a stock up for you that you can still hold on to this yeah, by no, a thread. Yeah, no so. doubt, no doubt. For me, number one stock up, David Tyree, the hero of the New York Giants many years back. Um, I think what he did with the helmet catch was made more impressive last night. <laughs> you, saw, you saw two times where Patrick Mahomes – did some magic stuff with the line of scrimmage getting after him the entire time. He was under pressure the entire night. He's falling forward, flicking his wrist 40 yards. And granted, they weren't the easiest catches. Like, you can lose them in the light. But two times, Tyreek and I think Pringle was the other one who also almost made the craziest catch ever, that one-hander in the end zone. Yeah, yeah. Hit him right off the helmet. No, 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 no. That was... It was, I'm oh. not talking about Pringle, but the, he also made a sick catch. Yeah, he almost made a sick catch. It was, Dar- it was Williams and Tyreek Hill and Tyreek, who got hit in the head. Who got hit in the head with the ball. Um, stock up to David Tyree, showing how hard that catch is. And they went 0-2 last night. And how, does that game change if they catch those touchdowns? Probably. Tyree Kill it does. People are a little a little tough on Daryl Williams for his drop. It was 31-9 at that point. The game was pretty right. much over. But... For the play that Mahomes made to escape and like throw that thing like uh, out of a dodgeball movie, um, yeah, it was it was a tough drop. Stock up number two for me, Tom Brady. We Why? Because dis- we discussed this, and I said this this will end it forever, ever, 
and the separation is now it's just over. Like he's the he's now in the like like we we talk about the, the goats of goats. We talk right. about the Joey Chestnuts of the world, the Wayne Gretzky's of the world, Phelps. the Michael Phelps of the world. Williams. Tom Brady is yeah, Tom Brady is now officially in that category. But listen, I texted you this last night. Last mm. night was weird. Not it was really. weird. Going into the game, I said to you, and I and I said it to a lot of my friends, I said, everyone agrees like this could is the greatest game ever. Like we have the GOAT versus God himself facing off. All the narratives are there. And that's exactly why this game isn't going to be the greatest game yeah, ever, right? Because that's how sports work. It was too easy, too perfect. And then, like, the Chiefs struggle. The vibe is off when the celebration happens. It literally looked like they were just walked to midfield and were celebrating a Week 9 division win. <laughs> that's what it looked like at first until the confetti fell. Brady not going that crazy. He legitimately looks bored of winning Super Bowls. Mm-mm. He looked bored. When he was celebrating on the field and the camera was on him, it was so casual at first until they got to the podium. Granted, the, the whole celebration was off because usually they walk it down the entire thing. All the players are kissing it, um, which I thought of something. Why didn't they do that and just have every person in the city of Tampa come on the field and kiss the trophy? <laughs> uh, maybe just because of COVID or something. but Not in I, Tampa. Yeah, that's true. That's but true. he's actually getting bored of winning Super Bowls. It's just his face wasn't there. It seemed like Tom is like at that point where he's like, maybe I am a little too old for this like no, game, I, I, game I thing. I think you're so off base by this. It, I'm I, just saying what it looked like on television. He's so used to it, and that might be what he's showing. But yeah, when, that's what I'm saying. But when you're accepting the Super Bowl MVP trophy, and literally the first thing out of your mouth is "I'm coming back," like. No, it was obs- it wasn't. I'm coming back. It, it was, was. I can't. Hear it, it was how about ba- it was how about that or something. Yeah, but he's so addicted to this football thing. It's it's insane. I have a. I had. A, I said something last night. I don't. And this solidified it for me. I don't consider Tom Brady a football player. I think he's an NFL player. He's just him and LeBron, in a way, have just figured out how to master this league and just to continue on and, and to go from place to place and be able to dominate Bro, and just I'm pick sorry. up right it's where he left like, off. I, LeBron is, he's... No, it's, it's a different level with Brady. Don't okay. get me wrong. But yeah. I'm just saying the way that they have mastered the sport, I mean, yeah. not the sport, the league, yeah. and they, they get what they need yeah. and it always works out for them. Brady doesn't... Like, Brady doesn't make these crazy plays anymore. Like, he's just dissects your defense. He's just a, a scientist. And it, it doesn't seem like he's playing a sport. He's playing the league. Right. And I think going from New England and doing that for 20 years and just picking up in South Florida or North Florida, wherever Tampa is, and just being able to do that, he just finesses the league. And it, it's, it's at the point where, like, everyone, there's literally nobody on planet Earth that can sit here and just say, well... There's nothing. It, There's over. literally nothing. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. We said it was over two Super Bowls ago. Like, or when he got his six and he passed Montana or something. We were like, okay, this is it. This is it. It went from, okay, this is it. Brady's the GOAT to last night is officially when you go up one more level to, oh, shit. <laughs> holy holy shit. It's, it's the untouchable level. It's that's, the untouchable. That's thing. And we said even if Patrick Mahomes goes on and wins seven Super Bowls, He's 0-2 against Tom Brady in the playoffs. 
yeah. AFC Championship game and the Super Bowl. Stock up Lamar. Never lost to Brady. Stock down number one <laughs> for me. Abe only what? really only missed when we when we want to look back at this. Abe held on to the Niners being not did that it, good all of last year. Didn't win the year. Super Bowl. They didn't win the Super Bowl. The... His best team ever didn't score a touchdown in the Super Bowl. That's pretty crazy. Uh, national anthem brand for him definitely in a contract oh, just year. on the hot seat cam newton seat. and bill belichick being better than tom brady making the afc championship that that was a slight miss um eagles were terrible um pretty much any way you want to skin it any any big take you kind of held on to this year kind of fell through last night so stock down and, what it, and, and when you when you tweeted that and I sent you a picture. Yeah. What did I say? What did you say? I said you wrote you listed out four things that I said the Chiefs are the best team ever. Yep. Newton, Pete, whatever. And mm-hmm. I said, you know what the crazy part is? I still kind of believe all these things, <laughs> <laughs> and I still do. Like, like I was watching this game last night, and there was no part of me that was just like, this is going to be the Super Bowl next year. Like that's just how it works. Like these teams are far and beyond better than the rest, and. I still feel that way about the Chiefs. I just not about I, Cam Newton making it to the AFC Championship. That was the one I asked you to concede that that was a miss. Yes, no, no, no. The Cam, the Cam and the Patriots stuff. We'll give that back. We'll we'll give that back. But I think we can insert that with something Sixers related. But we're on NFL right now. We'll address NBA when it comes. Um, but aside from that, I mean, I have to defend myself a little bit. The amount of calories I put back yesterday. MVP type numbers. I'm talking seven to eight beers, a lot of buffalo chicken dip, a lot of little hoagies, a lot of wings, a lot of cookies. I, it was just all my game. I went into the Thanksgiving and the Super Bowl. You really can't touch me calorie for calorie. That's when I shine. Um, betting wise, betting wise, I profited on the night. That's um, that's that's you know that's good. That's good, right? Mm-hmm. I profited on the night. I think I went like six and four or something. Losing on a few just like long shot, toss a few a unit on there. Um, so I didn't have a total bad day. But, uh, yeah, the Patriots stuff, I'll give back. Okay. I'll, I'll, but the Chiefs stuff, I think I'm still going to die on that hill. Uh, my first stock down, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Le'Veon Bell didn't do much, but what was it like to watch, like, two of your greatest weapons of all time? Call God. Just- that you just kicked out the door, call God, score a touchdown in the Super Bowl, have all this. I mean, granted, Antonio Brown brought the drama to himself, and the Steelers were smart in not paying Le'Veon because so, he's a running back. Mm-hmm. But that just hurts. You know what I mean? Like I wrote on Twitter yesterday. I put it in quotes, and I said, as an Eagles fan, you know, I'm just happy for Andy Reid. But it was really just the smiling mask over the crying face, and that's what it really feels like. So I feel that way. For Steelers fans watching Antonio Brown call God in the end zone, that's that that's gotta hurt. That's it's gotta the hurt. greatest celebration. I'm not even gonna lie. Uh, stock down number two for me, number fifteen on the red team. And we're gonna talk after the break. We're gonna talk about the game, the refs. I know a lot of people want to hear about the refs. We'll do like a an X's and O's. Of course, we have to start with betting experience and narratives on the top half of the podcast, but. Number 15 on red, 
felt like he kind of came back to earth last night. And, you know, he's still, we will talk about it. But my my parting shot on Patty Mahomes is when everything's not perfect, pretty boy doesn't look so perfect. So that's all I'm going to say for I gotta, now. That's all for I'm going to say for, for someone who still will die on the Chiefs' tail, and, like, obviously they played like shit last night, I got a cockiness vibe out of them. I got a cockiness vibe out of them, and it, maybe you couldn't really tell going into the week because there wasn't as much media coverage, but I don't know. The whole run it back thing on the jerseys. Yeah, I didn't I, like that. that. I guess that's it, it was cool. Like, it looked cool and everything. Yeah, like, if they had won, that's sick, but it's... But, y- yeah. Yeah, we're trying to run it back. Right. I don't know. It, I just got a cockiness vibe out of them with Tyreek, Kelsey, earlier in the week. Like, they must have forgot who we yeah. are. Kelsey ate up all night ate up it was a kelsey versus gronk show a little bit um tyreek was nowhere to be found until Nicole until late i mean i got a cockiness vibe out of that man and do i think they'll be right back there next year yep rightfully so but yeah mahomes tough one tough (laughs) one my second stock down is uh sports books the moment was a little too big jack Prior to kickoff, I mean, obviously you were in a state that was legalized betting. FanDuel, DraftKings, Barstool, all these big books. The moment was too big. Too many people were logging on. The apps were crashing. The apps were taking a long time to load. But I did check one app that wasn't taking long to load, that wasn't causing problems, that could get your bet in. And what app do you think that was? My bookie Worked like a charm. But in 2021, when sports betting is only growing and as huge as it is right now, the moment was a little too big for sports books last night. And I'm not saying that they can't bounce back and that was hard, but like, this is the main event. You got to be ready to go. They had all these crazy offers, 650 plus props to bet on. You could bet on anything. But they couldn't handle the power of the people last night, just like the stock market couldn't a few weeks ago. Shame. Shout out to my bookie for sponsoring us all football season long. It's been a fun mm-hmm. ride. We ended net positive over the past two years. Thanks. Yeah, to- just just a little recap. I know we don't have our exact record of individual picks, but the people's parlay was profitable this year. Pro- made money in the long run if you took oh, every single just one. Just this year, it crushed. Yeah, because no, remember we, we were counting last year's numbers. Yeah, if you took every every parlay this year, you'd be in the green. And if you took every individual pick, oh my god! I think Jack, I think I think we were actually above sixty-five percent. Yeah, no, we were dirty. And and the craziest part is how many picks I made on this podcast this year, and how much money I still lost on football this year. Of course, of course. But that's why we play. My bookie sponsored, and then they just got the sponsorship dollars back. Right. That's kind. That's what's smart when you sponsor. (laughs) They 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 listen to one episode of our podcast. We go, yeah, let's give these idiots some money. They'll give it right back. All right, fam, after the break, we're going to give you the X's and O's of the game, discuss the refs, discuss the Chiefs missing the tackles. I'll dive more into Patrick Mahomes. We'll talk Tom Brady finding Gronk twice in the end zone. We'll be right back. All right, fam, we are back. Here we go. Last back half of football. We actually have massive news coming on the Thursday podcast, (coughs) so stay tuned on that. But first, let's talk X's and O's here. 
Let's dive into Patrick Mahomes. I, first of all, cry me a river of the week. Shout out Brittany Matthews. Shout out uh, Mrs. Mahomes. Crying about what ESPN used the sad face of Patrick Mahomes. A picture of him sitting on the ground after that one incompletion on fourth down. What? I, I, I missed this. What happened? The, the fiance and mom were just absolute tears. They're like, oh, this is what you're going to highlight of one of the young stars of today's game at SportsCenter. Oh, like, cry me a river. Like, your pretty boy hasn't been – a bad word has not been said about this kid for for 18 months. And now, because one – it's not even like they – come on. Cry me a river. There was a there was a uh, going around. One of my friends got got during the game, and he was like, "Yo, Mahomes' girlfriend's in labor," and I was just like, "That would be the craziest that thing ever." But crazy. I was like, "I was like, wait, I think I saw like, saw a photo. Like, I know she's pregnant. She, but, like, she pregnant. wasn't. She wasn't pregnant as shit. Like, yeah, ready to not. pop. It was uh, what's his name, the McCockner. big dick guy. Yeah, Mc- no, it wasn't McCockner. It was when you opened the link. It was the guy with the big. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, let's actually talk about the game now. Any concern about maybe a two-deep look against Patrick Mahomes? Took away took away the deep plays, took away the sidelines, and made plays over the middle. And, I mean, the story of the game, X's and O's wise, was at the line of scrimmage. I know it's cliche, and we always make fun of, like, the analysts that say, oh, you got to win at the line of scrimmage. But that was a full-on domination by the Bucks' defensive line. It felt like every time Mahomes was running back, he was doing two circles and evading yeah. pressure and like 15 yards in the in the backfield. Um, so that's where the game was won. But credit to Leftwich, credit to Bowles, and we haven't really talked about the actual MVP of the night. I know this isn't necessarily X's and O's, but holy shit, Antoine Winfield with the hardest move ever. In trash talking. It was just so perfectly set up. The game was a wash then. Tyreek was awful. I didn't even realize they had had the history of Tyreek did it to him a few years ago. And he just paused, waited to make eye contact, and just gave him the deuces. And he got flagged for it, and everyone in the room said, that would would have been worth a 30-yard flag. (laughs) That was the coolest thing I've ever seen. Concede 10 points, and that was still worth it. And now he has the photos. He had the pick in the game. He almost had a second interception. He's a rookie doing to the best receiver. Usually I wouldn't like that. I would just be like, all right, dude. It's this Tyree Kill you're talking about. But in the Super Bowl with the history, Antoine Winfield, MVP of the night for me. Yeah, their defense was spectacular. Devin White, Mm -hmm. 13 tackles, two TFLs, the pick as well to seal the game. He was awesome. He is absolutely a stud. Like he'll Superstar. Be, yeah, he'll Superstar. be one of the top linebackers in the league. Like He gives Bobby Wagner vibes, but faster. Uh, Levante David, who was a little banged up, he was spectacular. Made some great plays on Kelsey. Shaq Barrett only had one sack, but he was for sure causing a lot of problems in the backfield. Pierre Paul was getting great push on the O-line. My thought process is, like, Mahomes is special. I've been saying that. We've all been saying that. And it's very tough to gauge what's it look like when everything's not perfect for him, right? Like, Hill's maybe not as open as we're used to. The play calling's maybe not as dynamic as we're used to. Because, he, I mean, they didn't even score a touchdown. It's very tough to, to sit here and say, you know, there, there's ways to stop Mahomes and the Chiefs. 
if they have their tackles. Like, it's a question of, like, how much did that really impact? I also think there is some recency bias because the second half, it was floodgates, right? It was every snap. And he was pressured on a Super Bowl high amount of times in the first half, too. But I just didn't feel like it was quite there pressure-wise in the first half. And I thought there were opportunities. It just didn't play that well offensively. And, you know, it, it... I hate to bring it back to the Ravens, but it's like every time Lamar doesn't play well, they've got him figured out. Do they, like, have we at least figured out no. different ways to, to, to show different looks no. or perfect matchup, perfect timing, and they'll, I'm not saying they won't, and this isn't to say they won't be back next year, back in the Super Bowl because they're the best team in the AFC, but, like, any drop-off, from because it was just, in the grand scheme of things, it's just one game without your starting tackles. So, is there anything like as a Chiefs fan, maybe you're like, Mm-mm. all right? Because when I read you this stat, and I know it was a better stat last night, but 27 games, which is a decent sample size in the NFL, the Chiefs in their last 27 games are 25 and two. That is the craziest stat I've ever heard, and. Like you said, it's one football game. That's why the best team doesn't always necessarily win. Um, and I don't think they did this year. I think the Chiefs were still the better team throughout the entire year. Except Brady had to make a joke about in November on the stage. So yeah. They had one bad month. Um, but no, the Chiefs are still... I don't. It's one game. It's it's one game. See, and they, it, the funniest part is there's, you know, there's two ways to look at every single scenario. Right. You could kind of see the warning signs, right? Like they won six in a row by single digits, and we know that's not sustainable. They could have obviously won last night by single digits, and, you know, they're going to lose a game eventually. But have teams figure out how to keep it close? At, At the end of the day, I think it's that cockiness that you were talking about. It was, we can get down two scores. I'm five and one in the playoffs in my career when I'm down double digits, which is an insane statistic. And I said last night. Oh, shoot. You know what, Jack? You just reminded me. I wasn't profitable betting last night. I just remembered I took the Chiefs live three times. Yeah. I I tweeted out I would love to be taking bets tonight because double digits, not only down double digits, but at the halftime they were like plus 260 getting the ball, and everyone was like, you know, they score right here. It's a one-possession game. I I saw plus 540, and I said to my friend, this is a Lambo at at a Hyundai dealership. Yeah, exactly. So... I mean, I just I we'll see next year. I don't see them going like fourteen to fifteen one again. I think they're gonna their division should be getting better. I, I'm telling you, this is this is what makes Tom Brady so impressive. But even Tom Brady didn't win a Super Bowl for ten years. That's the that, that's the crazy what from two thousand five to two thousand fifteen yeah. just went on. A, yeah. yeah. So that's and, what it's like. You can be the goat. And literally, like, the league can figure you out for a decade, you know? So that's why I think, you know, pump the brakes on Mahomes just a tiny bit after last night because that's what we do. We're gonna I mean, now it. we do. We've, we've got Mahomes, Breeze, Rodgers, Foles, Flacco, Dilfer. You know, it's just Delicious. that elusive second, that getting that hump off your back, that elusive second. Maybe we're in that 10-year gap with Nick Foles right now, and maybe he's going to win six more in, I don't know, seven years. Um <laughs> But that second, that getting that second one, that's tough. That's tough. No doubt about it. All right, let's talk refs real quick. Not hard. Okay. 
It just felt like it all came at one time. The one really bad one. The one really bad one was at the end of the... The one really bad call that stuck out to me. At the end of the first half, in the end zone, the P.I. um, put them at the one-yard line. That ball was just... It should have been holding, if anything. Which it was, was it was a, it was a fifteen yards uncatchable ball. Right, you could have the play before that or two plays before that. Mike Evans down the sideline, he tripped. I, I don't know if the trip necessarily warrants the pi, but that ball wasn't uncatchable, so I was fine with that call. The one in the end zone, that was a little tough. Got them a score going into halftime. Really kind of solidified it. Um, I think they said in the first half alone, the Patriots. Wow. <laughs> I, I just the Buccaneers um, just set the record for most first downs earned via penalties in an entire game, and they'd done that in the first half with six. Uh, it, yeah, I mean, undisciplined by the Chiefs, which isn't really like them, but I think points back to what I said about maybe a little bit of cockiness. I, I'm fine. I'm glad. I'm happy that the refs became not the show. Because once people realized this team's not scoring a touchdown in the game, it was like it doesn't it's matter. It's hard to blame the refs. Exactly. Right. If it was close, so, then it comes down to a few calls here and there. Then exactly. yeah, but it did feel like the refs were, you know, they they wanted they tried to have their Jasmine Sullivan moment too. Mm, you know what I mean? I, I think yeah. It seemed the, like they were ruled. They were trying to own the game. Like they weren't letting them play. And then honestly, the worst call might have been the hold on Mike Evans on the Matthew pick. That was mm-hmm. that was not mm-hmm. a hold, in my opinion. And then a sequence of events only led to more penalties. Miko going offsides on a field goal, terrible. But the drive that you're talking about, let's talk about Andy Reid. Oh, what do you he, mean? I think that's he, my boy Andy. He kind of choked. He kind of choked. I don't. I don't want to bring this back to the Eagles, but like every Eagles fan was watching that, just like cheers and a beer to. <clears throat> Cheersing a beer to their classic depressed fellow Eagles fan to the right and just saying, good old Andy Reid. Just miss, miss clock management, giving Tom Brady more time. It, you, you just I mean, let's actually that break that down. That's some of the worst coaching he's done. I understand the aggressiveness, but the Bucks were pretty much saying, we want to go to the half, right? They had one timeout. Mm-hmm. They ran the ball on first down. We want to go to the half. I get that on second down, I, I get that you can stop the clock there because they only got a couple yards. But on second down, when they pick up eight to go third and one, and they're almost already at the 40-yard line, like at that point, he should not have called timeout because they get the ball back at half, down eight points, and you're in a perfectly good situation. He calls that timeout, Gronk gets it, and then eventually goes all the way down. the field. Like, forget who you're playing for a second. Like, how does that happened it's that time out on set on third it was and just one like it was, was kind off. of like not as egregious but at the level of disrespect that lafleur just said okay tom brady last week or two weeks ago you won't pick up two first downs and he's just like what dude like, <laughs> i'm not like jimmy garoppolo i'm tom brady yeah so i so. i'm all for the aggressiveness by reed normally but on that second one massive mistake and the bucks made him pay and that was kind of you know i mean that that was it at that point i don't i don't think anyone thought at halftime the game was necessarily over no people still were holding on to let's this is the chiefs they can score at any given second then when they weren't getting it done in the second half early it was like wow tom brady just blew them out yeah they didn't score a touchdown 
just Tom Brady is an underdog. Tom Brady is an underdog. All right, let's talk about the halftime show. Most importantly, my free concert to see the weekend. Un- underwhelming. So, underwhelming on television as well. Underwhelming on television as well. I, you know, maybe ask for your seven million back. The reason why you can't say it was a total bust is because like the weekend has good music, so like it's just like okay, I like hearing these songs. Um, but there is a little controversy, I believe. In the op- obviously the first song is a big bet. Um, it was Starboy. And- so that was what they sung, but in the intro, there was like a little when he was coming to the stage in the background, they were playing this little rendition of his song "Call Out My Name." I'm pretty sure or can't feel my face it was one of them and it's just like wait just because this is like the intro is this the first song or is the first song he performs there could be a little bit of controversy there but it seemed like it would be starboy but go back and watch the tape there's a song performed like the initial intro when lady gaga came out of the roof in houston she did like she opened with like maybe like like two words star spangled banner or something yeah yeah, yeah. it was something but it might have to be the first song that they performed. It, but as far as the whole, I mean, The Weeknd came out, did his thing. He got memed all over the internet, um, that inside room thing, which I figured that we were both watching on a, on a screen. Yeah, bug out. <laughs> like, could you see him well? Like, the probably the, on the field at the end was probably On the field cool. was fine. I was uh, a little far from that side of the end zone. You could see him fine. Like, it just... You're used to part of the fun of the halftime show is actually the you build like these extravagant structures on the field. The uh-huh. fans get to run down like the lights right. on the field. So to do like eighty percent of the show just kind of like on a stage in the end zone was weird. I thought I might at some point regret spending what I did to go to the Super Bowl. There's no way that man woke up this morning having spent seven million dollars of his own money and wasn't like. Mm, Maybe I could have just gone to a haunted house and done the exact. Nah, wait until he might think that, and then he'll log on to his Apple today or Spotify and look at his streaming numbers, and it'll just go. You know they don't get paid for the performance. Yeah, because it does that much to their streaming numbers. Like I heard heard a rumor. He announced the tour like yesterday. Oh yeah, and (laughs) I I uh, I hear I heard this could be obviously a rumor though, but like the weekend paid more so for his production. But I heard that artists like actually bid for it, like, like to actually bid against each. other. I don't know how true that is. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they don't get paid for it. Interesting. All right. It's early. Twenty twenty one, twenty two season. In September, seven months away. Or you know who's not dead, Abe? The, the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles are not dead and i would love to give a shout out to my man matthew stafford warranting two first round picks and a second the, the, and the weirdest the part unrelated. about it is, it's unrelated i'm just saying i'm just saying i did not go into this offseason anticipating getting a first round pick for carson wentz and all these reports are coming out that the bears the colts different teams are calling the eagles and they're putting together aggressive packages jack the team that trades for Carson Wentz maybe in the next few hours maybe tomorrow the team that gives up a first round pick for them maybe even two or a second round pick where will they stand in your mind going into this next season 
the team that gives up part of their future so that Carson How wins. bad is the contract now that new so Not new as bad. Upset. 4 for 98. 4 for 98. Okay, so 25 we, essentially a year. We gave him a lot of guaranteed. Um, okay. It's not as bad as Goff's. But the team that trades for Carson Wentz more, that gives mortgages some of their future. It, also, it'll depend on the situation, obviously, if a team's like ready to go. I. This. Is but he's thing. also. But the, the the other half is, he's really bad. Yeah. So this is my thing on the Eagles. Like I like to make fun of him because he like actually made decisions that were like made you made your whole franchise oh, look really. One bad. more stock down for me yesterday, so I'm logging on to an offshore like betting account that I do use sometimes and uh I hadn't logged on in months but somehow I'm down $50 Carson MVP kicked in two days ago yeah my Isaiah Simmons defensive rookie of the year definitely hit too um but here's my thing on Wentz I love and I look through a very diluted lens when he's playing for the Eagles I'm like this guy is the worst quarterback ever on an awful contract the Eagles are terrible his decision pull him out of like a bad one-year stretch He's fire. He could be fine. I will never think that while he's wearing an Eagles jersey. No, that situation is so messed up. Yeah. I mean, as an Eagles Throw fan. Throw him on the I'm Colts. Just... Like, do you think he could go back to somewhat a solid yeah. quarterback? I'm just praying. I had this conversation last night. There would be no more perfect world than to send him to Chicago. Yeah. And to have Nick beat him out. Or Nick win it. Like, I would that, become a Bears. That, yeah, you can't do that. Or, or... Did you I, end up we, with Trubisky? I haven't considered that yet until just now. Like, uh, I think I'll, I'll, you, Eagles fans are obviously excited to get him off the books. But, like, when they were getting Horford off the books, that's because they had Tobias Benjuel. They thought they might be able to get Harden now with the trade. Like... You do realize that all you're going to be left with is like Jalen Hurts and maybe Foles again. You guys are not I, dude, in a good situation. If, listen, dude. Listen, we could go two and fourteen if you put Nick back in green. That would be magical for maybe one game and three right. picks. I'm telling you, it's not. It's like that's why I love watching Joe play for the Jets. Like it's fun until he throws for. I think. I think. Yards. I think they're going to give Jalen the keys. I do. I really do. It's it's wild that it's gotten to this point with Carson Wentz to the point where we're trading him. Um, but I, I think they're going to give Jalen the keys. And in a year, the worst thing that happened to this fan base was winning that game against the Saints with Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Um, because in, in, from the grand scheme of things, we've seen him in a four-game span. No one really knows if he's good or not. Everyone just looks at him and says, holy shit, that's the coolest guy on the field, just the way he looks. Um, and that's something I can get behind as a fan. That's something that I can rally behind and I can spin for the foreseeable future. So the Eagles are back for sure once Wentz gets off the team and Jalen's officially given the keys. Um, but just a from the top down, an upside-down dog shit organization that could surprise some people next year. So. That's my take on the Eagles. Way too early pick for next year's Super Bowl. Who do you got? Is it chalk of me? Rams, Chiefs? I don't know. I'm in on the Stafford stuff. Did you see what happened with the Lions? Did you know the Lions asked for Aaron Donald? Yeah. Respect. Respect. <laughs> Respect. Respect. I think the Eagles should call the Rams too and say, Wentz? Donald? <laughs> huh? I'm going to go Ravens no. over... 
We got Eagles. that playoff win under our belt. That's now you got to win the big one. Now you got to win the big one. Ravens over, not the Packers. I let's just have some fun. Don't D-town, take Brown. Let's stand up. My guy Dak is back. I love Dak. I don't know why, but let's go with Dak. That would be a fun Super Bowl. A lot of narratives there. Ravens over Cowboys. Super Bowl in Good LA. Fact. You know in the LA. game's in L.A., so if the Rams oh, won. Speaking of, speaking of location, big botch by the NFL this year. How do you see – how do you put a stadium in Vegas? I know it's done a few years in advance. And have the Super Bowl logo be LV and not have it in Vegas. I don't know just if the a, just a botch. Up. They, they call these locations like five years out. And the I know, just but it just seems like – it seems like a botch. It seems like something that that should work. I mean, Goodell getting booed last night was a classic. <clears throat> just, just a weird Super Bowl, a weird season. Tom Brady wins his seventh, the Mickey Mouse one, nonetheless. But that's the NFL year. It's on to the NBA, and I haven't checked the NBA standings. I'm assuming we're not we'll, going we'll di- to do that today. We're not going to do that today. But since there's not much sports on, we're going to have to talk about the NBA. And maybe by the time we do, I'll t- I'll take a look at the standings, but. I've just been focused on the NFL recently, so maybe we'll see some surprises up there. Maybe we won't. We'll see. Snapback fam, that wraps up our NFL 2020-2021 coverage. What a year it was. No cancellations. Made it through COVID. Brady 7. Lamar gets his first playoff win. Much love. No, not really. Peace.